believe she likes fall. The only thing I like about it is football, but the colder temperatures are upon us. But she's been busy in Jeff City, over the river, and through the woods. Back and forth she goes. Holly Rader, District 148 State Senator. Hey, Holly. Hey, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good. So, way to go on the women's sports thing. I know we've talked about it before, but I'm still cheerleading that. Thank you. I am, too. You know, it. Um, like we talked about, it, it says... It comes down to trying to take women's rights back away. And yeah. we're, we're not going for that. Mm-mm. Not happening. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it makes me angry, too, for the people who try to support it. They're like, well, they get testo- they, they have anti-testosterone, and it makes it so that they are not as strong as men and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you cannot erase biology and the fact that we're just made differently. You, there's no medical way to change that. You just can't. You can't. Yeah. So good for you and thank you. And I know a lot of young women who are extremely excited that they won't have to compete against stronger males, whether they've detestosterone themselves or not. Now they have right. a fighting chance. Yeah. And you know, and it was to me, it was also super special to be able, you know, Jamie Berger carried that for two years before me and couldn't get um the the Senate sponsor at the time wasn't um you know, he wasn't putting the right time into it to actually get the bill done, which is why I took it and filed it. But it was extra special to me that it was, you know, your Southeast Missouri team getting that baby done. Yeah, you and Jimmy together fighting. And, you know, here's the thing. Women are born with two layers of fat and one of muscle. Men are born with two muscle and one of fat. So not the all the injections and amputations in the world are not going to change that fact. They're stronger. End of story. That's right. That's exactly right. Yep. So they can't argue with me about it because I've done my <laughs> research. Okay. So that's what they like I, to say. Yes. Well, and um, and veto session, you know, I know we were going to, we went into veto session last week and um, I've had several questions on, hey, what y'all do? And really nothing. There were several things in the budget that was, that the governor vetoed, but we in the Senate chose to not override those. I mean, you know, I mean, we need a we need a smaller government, and the governor is looking at the long term forecast of the state, and um, so we, you know, decided to go with his recommendation and keeping those things, um, kind of keeping those dollars in the coffers for mm-hmm. a later date. Yeah, yeah, government just needs to get out of the way and make important uh, decisions that are unfair to your constituents, and otherwise, just you know, do what you're. And you're supposed to do and get out of the way. But I love another bill that you worked on about technical classes where you might have yes. some adults in there with very young people, and that can sometimes produce an unsafe environment. It's just fact. It really does. And I had, um, that was a bill I worked on for several years. And, you know, another thing about government getting out of the way, but the FBI kept poking their nose in on that bill and had trouble with, well, this is, this is written differently, and, well, we want this done instead. We want you to help us on this part of the language we've never been able to fix in that same statute. And I'm like, that they delayed in my bill for four years because of them meddling in it and deciding at the last minute that, oh, we, we have to have other other tweaks. And so getting it done this year was, was excellent. Um, that was actually brought to me by our uh, welding instructor in Sykeston. And, you know, he called me several years ago and said, Holly, I 
have, you know, an adult student sitting next to a high school student, and I just happened to overhear a conversation that made me know that, you know, he had been in jail for drugs before, in prison for drugs before. And he said, I just, I don't feel that that's a safe situation, um, and we need to be sure that we're doing these background checks. And, you know, and we looked into it, and sure enough, that wasn't a requirement. Now, some schools did them voluntarily, but very few in Missouri. And so getting that passed, you know, and, and I want adults to have a second chance. I want that's not. This is about it all, but there are other opportunities. Um, they just need to take the classes that aren't on school property during school hours. So, you know, you're, you're not sitting there next to a 16-year-old if you have that type of record. Well, and it, it might even be something innocuous like, oh, I did this when I was, you know, so-and-so and blah, 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 almost putting it on a platform of something to be uh, looked upon as cool instead oh, of nefarious, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that you did that. All right. And if there's anything we all know here in Southeast Missouri, in the four minutes that we have left or three minutes that we have left, they're actually paying doctors more, giving them incentives to locate in rural areas where there is a shortage of health care. I mean, it's hard to get it in, let's say, the boot heel or, or smaller, <laughs> smaller areas. Right. You and I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you <laughs> have been working hard to increase access. Yeah, and that's something that we're going to have to continue doing, you know, especially for our rural areas. But what we were able to get done this, this year that was super important to me was our, our, um, with the, with the COVID pandemic, um, emergency order lifted nationally, that was going to remove the changes that Trump had made, allowing our pharmacists to continue giving vaccinations without having that patient-per-patient um, consultation with their doctor. Mm-hmm. So it's just another layer of bureaucracy that, that we don't need. Our pharmacists are trained in this. Um, they've been doing this for years. So there hasn't been a problem. And in the three years during the pandemic that those regulations were lifted, there wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to make to lift those regulations permanently in the state of Missouri was very important so our pharmacists don't have that extra layer of bureaucracy now. But then also to give them the ability to test for strep throat and flu, which is, you know, it's, it's not implemented just yet. Our department has to make rules. That's a big deal to me. I mean, you know, I've had three children, raised three, three babies, and, you know, mm-hmm. strep throat is something, middle of the night, 104 temperature, baby comes in, wakes you up, says my throat's hurting, you feel them, they're burning up, and, you know, then you go sit in the, in the you know, urgent care for four hours because you can't get into the doctor for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's just this is something that's really going to help alleviate some of those, those times issues that we have in in getting our kids to the doctor so i'm super excited about that that's super awesome and you know i mean all you have to do is say off take their temperature and see if there are white patches in the back of their throat to a strep test and you'll know in five minutes so you you can start treating them and it's like (laughs) you could i mean i'm not slamming local facilities because they do the best they can but it's much more expensive to go to an er doctor than it is to go to your regular doctor and concierge medicine is even less expensive than that but not everyone can afford to pay the monthly fee on that either so 
they're stuck uh, between a rock and a hard place, but there's a pharmacist everywhere. There is, and that was one of the things, you know, I mean, we have almost every person in Missouri has a pharmacy within five miles. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like 90%, 87% or something of Missourians have a pharmacy within five miles. We, we don't no, hang on. We don't want them to replace doctors. That's not what we're saying no. here. It's the little things. If I need a flu shot, I should be able to get a flu shot. You know, yeah, I mean, we, oh, my yeah, God. That can. These are the little thing. you know, just little, a couple of little tweaks. That, that could make a lot of difference, especially in our rural areas. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, there is no replacing our docs. I am 100% behind our doctors. But I've had doctors tell me, Holly, this is great. Um, you know, that they don't like that they have patients that have to book out a couple of weeks or, or that have to, you know, sit in their office for three hours waiting to get in. I mean, our doctors don't like that. They yeah. want some help with some of these things. Oh, Miss Holly, I'm, um, I'm out of time. we got to run. But Holly Rader is District 148 yeah. State Senator. She is giving us an update on Jeff City. You can go to her website and see what she's working on. I wish I had more time, Holly. Thank you. I appreciate you. Have a good one. You too.